Good evening, baseball fans. How are y'all today? Today is the fourth day of November. It is Friday. We are on an off day in the middle of the World Series. I'm Susie. That is Shelby. And this is Bourbon and Baseball. And before we get started tonight, uh, there is a bunch of new people here, Shelby. Like there a bunch is, more. Like every day, we have a new update. I get it. So I, I get a solid six thirty a.m. update from Susie in the morning. It, it's become a thing now during the World Series. Yeah. We 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 send text in the morning, and uh, I'm I'm getting a followers update. Yes, yes. So hashtag blessed, hashtag so thankful. Wait, do I have to do the little hand sign like hashtag? Anyways, um, yes, yeah. So. We just want to say hello and thanks to all of our new followers and um, listeners. And I'm not going to say fans because I don't think we're, we haven't reached that that status yet, Shelby. Okay, not yet. It's coming though. It's coming. I mean that that's not all. Okay, no, maybe, maybe no fans. Maybe a couple haters in there, but that's okay. We still appreciate you. That's okay. I mean, um, so shout out to all the new people if you haven't been here before. Just know um, that if you have small impressionable children listening, you should probably put some earmuffs on them or just be okay with them throwing out some F-bombs. That's so. So I, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off your, your statement for a second. Um, before we started recording this episode, I literally heard the words, hey, um, can you put some earmuffs on our children before I start cussing all over the place? Susie told her husband this and I about fell out in my chair I thought it was great you know what I'm here for the good parenting I'm here for it yeah so and he's like he's like oh because they haven't heard you cuss before I'm all not like I'm about to do no no they have not okay uh funny story three-ish three-ish years ago we're standing in the kitchen and one of my children had dropped something and I hear fuck damn it <laughs> and i'm all <laughs> I'm... I... what'd you say baby <laughs> and she, her head's down and she's like looking at me out of the corner of her eyes and she goes fuck damn it i'm all <laughs> um what baby uh what um and i'm i'm trying to refrain from laughing right i'm I'm trying i'm trying my hardest child you like you there's no denying this is your child at this point so so here's the well okay i'll get to the crazy part i'll get to get quick so before i can say anything she comes up to me and she puts her little her little hand on my cheek and she goes i say it when i older mommy and then walks off. The dramatic effect. And I'm all, what, ju- what just happened? Wait, what just happened? Effect. And I go, Graces I go, the face. um, yeah, yes, baby, yes. When when you're, when you're, when you're older, okay, when you're an adult, like you can say that, okay. And she goes, okay. And I'm all, it's, oh my god, it's a face touch for me. Yeah, it's Same yeah. So. I, when I, when this story actually happened, 
I put it on my Facebook as like a long ass Facebook status update, right? Because mm-hmm. at the time they were going to a um, Christian Mother's Day out type program. Wonderful. Programs that probably wouldn't super appreciate four-year-olds running around saying, fuck damn it, right? <laughs> and so I, their teachers were friends with me on Facebook. So I'm all, oh my God, please, in case you see, hear this, I promise I did not teach my children to run around saying this. It's not a thing, right? And so Mike's like, uh-huh, sure, it's not a thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I have never actually put those two words together, okay? I have said fuck. I have said, damn it, but I've never put the two together ever. And That's he's like, like what? Word right there. Yeah. And so I go, no, no, it's fucking shit. Like, had she said fucking shit? 1000% me. Okay. <laughs> no question. I know where that came from. That's me. I don't have a fucking clue where fuck damn it came from. No, fuck damn it. yeah. it's, 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 it's create, it's creativity of the young mind. Apparently, apparently. So, um, well, let's drink. To that, we're going to say cheers, Shelby, and we're going to drink. Okay, can, can I show off my uh Yes, do it. Surprise? Do it. Yes. Okay, so I'm very active do on it. Do it. Very active on Reddit, not necessarily a poster, but I love I can get lost in Reddit, right? And I've seen in the past people on the Astros subreddit um with these bourbon bottles and I've been trying very hard for at least a year to find one. And I found a blue and orange dipped maker's mark bottle. That is, that's fucking amazing. Um, I am not going to open it. It's going to be my goal. It's going to be my goal, but I'm going to be very, very tempted to open this. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's that's an amazing bottle. Is it, was it for the Astros? Like, is that is that why? Or what? Oh, was there a reason? Yeah, I think so. And I'm pretty sure you can only get them in Houston. Oh. Yeah. So I found it at a Specs in Houston. Um, I'm not drinking yeah. Maker's Mark. This is my mixing bourbon. So I usually drink Maker's and soda. But today we are sipping Buffalo Trace on the rocks. Oh, okay. It's very good. I tried is it. Is it delightful? Day. Delightful. Okay. All right. And you hear the so, child tearing stuff up in the background. Okay. And for those who don't know, Shelby refers to her their bunny as a child, not an actual child. Uh, yes. For, uh, y'all, new listeners, I have a pet rabbit. Yes. He's adorable. He's very cute. Yeah. So um, we're going to get back to why we have all the new listeners in just a minute after we drink. So um, I went to Specs to look for that bottle that you had showed me, and I did not find that bottle. I found this bottle instead. Ooh, which way? Texas bourbon. And according to you, Shelby, this is going to grow some hair on my chest. So we yes. shall see. I have had that in the past, and you posted that on the Twitter, and you're like, oh, I'm going to try it. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, and someone else was like, it's strong. I was yeah. like, yeah. Um, and also, chest. if y'all have come here for bourbon recommendations or to hear how bourbon is different than whiskey you have come to the wrong place that's not us okay we are here to um drink maybe some bourbon and talk a lot about baseball casual alcohol casual baseball talk yes that's what we're here for we're gonna 
We're going to try that. I can't believe you're drinking bourbon on the rocks. I am so proud. It only took you 14 episodes. Um, I'm going to try this. (laughs) Do we have a backup? Do we have a plan B? Yes, we do have a plan B. Not that plan B. This plan B. Um, It's too late for that plan B. I made the face. I I was seeing if you were going to say something. If you see it on YouTube, you're going to see it. Um... Also, warning, there's a lot of adult humor and 12-year-old boy humor on the on the pod. So if you don't like cussing, you don't like sarcasm, and you don't like um adult humor, probably not the not the not the correct pod for you. Also, the fact that people that I know now are listening to this also concerns me, but you know, it is what it is. Anyhow. Just remember my grandmother listens to this. So love you, oh, grandma. Bless it. Cheers. Bless it. Cheers. Okay, so we're we're trying the Texas bourbon on uh, on the rocks. There it is. That's that is. I think I see a chest hair poking out. I think I see it. Ooh. Well, no, that's just my actual hair. That's just my actual hair. But you know, like we can make it. I like can just make it. Yes, there we go. So, um. For all of our podcast listeners, I'm so sorry that we have done a bang-up job of explaining what is going on. Uh, we just opened, I, I just opened up a bottle of Texas bourbon and took a drink of it on the rocks, and it was not as delightful as one had hoped. So, <laughs> it is, it is here. It's on the rocks. It is not delightful. Mm. Oh alcohol oh, not delightful not delightful okay so because i knew whew, i'm popeye the sailor anyways um oh my gosh because i knew that that was not going to be delightful my amazing husband made me a bourbon drink with bourbon and cranberry juice and pineapple juice and that is more delightful than that but it's not so- as delightful as one had hoped. So- not as delightful as the vodka cranberry that you got smacked on the other night. No, no, no. Well, yeah, no, that night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll, there. We'll get, we'll get into that that night. Oh, my. But, um, yeah. We're going to. Maybe it tastes better the more I drink. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. Anyhow, um, shout out to Ram Shirts. Okay. Oh, my okay. guy. Bury me in the H. All right. So I'm weird, though. I mean, we all knew this, right? And I don't, I like t shirts that have like the round neck. Yes. Feel, sometimes it makes me feel like I'm choking. Okay. I don't know if I'm the only one. I know I can't be the only one, but sometimes t shirts with the round necks kind of upset me. So I kind of wanted a v neck. And I asked him, hey, do you have any v-necks like can you put any of the things on the v-necks and he's like i don't know maybe well oh okay well if you can just holler at me and let me know so he did and i was so excited and i really appreciated his note that he wrote you when he sent you the shirt yes. but t- so tell me about this drink shelby because t- you have not told me about this drink and now i feel a little snubbed so occasionally um we only keep liquor in the house we really don't keep 
any beer, any cans. So no water or sodas, no. just straight up liquor. Okay, good. Water's for losers. Just kidding. I really love water. High quality H2O in the Stanley Cup, right? Um, so when we, when we do go out, normally we drink like, I'm, a, I'm an ultra drinker, but sometimes we'll drink seltzers, right? I really love truly seltzers and I like the pineapple, but you have to put tahini on it. Why? So good. Perfect, like sweet and salty mix, a little spicy. But why? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't why. know. So I you don't just, know. Hold on. Did you just randomly have tahini available? Like, did so, you just pull it out of your fanny pack? Like, what are you doing? So the, no, you can get it at like in every bar, but we do, we keep, we stay strapped with the tahini, right? Like it goes Shut in up. the pocket, like it goes in the purse, it goes in the fanny pack, like goes everywhere, right? You do not carry tahini with you, Shelby. I shit you not, we carry tahini with us. You shut the fuck up right yeah. now. <laughs> I was totally just kidding about that. <laughs> we do, we like- in the words of Beyonce, you know, I got hot sauce in my bag swag. No, we got tahini in the bag swag, right? <laughs> Everywhere. Like tahini on beer, tahini everything. Like oh tequila, my gosh. tequila, tequila drinks with tahini. Ah, so good. Oh, we're going. Okay. So. so we, we, you know, we went to, we went to Kobos um, last week for game one. Um, I got to hang out with Ram. That's when I got to, you know, meet Ben Verlander and everything. And I'm pretty sure we smacked about five buckets or of Truly and Tahine. So, you know, I, I, I appreciate that he takes care of us. So, you know, I did share the wealth and I, I okay, it. so I don't, I don't like, I don't like anything with carbonation. All right. I don't, I don't like anything with carbonation. However, I will drink some bitch drinks. And that's how I lovingly refer to them as, as bitch drinks. Like, Mike, like Mike's Hard Lemonade, Smirnoff Ices, like those type of like carbonated drinks. So the things I was I, drinking in high school? I'm not encouraging underage drinking here, by the way. I don't, I don't know anything about that, Shelby. I don't, I don't know anything about your underage drinking. Um, Kim, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Um. So bitch drinks is about the as much carbonation as I, as I will as I will intake. Right. And um, but I don't I don't think I want I don't think I want to taste pineapple Trulies, Shelby. I don't no, think that's the thing I want to do. But it it was a good choice. Um, okay. Well, so for my birthday, we will shoot some tequila with some tahini on it, and we will we will see. I how got that the goes. today, and I'm very pumped for your fortieth birthday. Oh my god! Isn't wasn't wasn't that adorable? Wasn't that adorable? Thank you. Can't wait. Um, okay. So let's talk about our 82 subscribers on YouTube, Shelby. 82. That's like 82. It's almost a hundred. I think we're going to make that it is again, I'm that the is, wrong Asian to do math. So that is 80 I, more than I ever thought that we would have. Well, considering the last time we recorded, I think we I think we said twenty six. Hi, hi to all of our new our new people. So, um, we are like I said, a baby podcast, right? Like we are doing this for shits and giggles and not anything else, and we didn't really expect anything to come of it. So we began climbing on the on the 
on the podcast charts and I'm not quite sure how, but that happened. And then our, our local newspaper down here where, where I live, where Shelby grew up, heard about us and decided to do a story. Do do. Oh Lord. Do <laughs> do. Sorry. Yeah. To do. There we go. To do a story on us in the newspaper. And our local newspaper did a story covering what we do and why we do it and all of that fun stuff. And so it was, it's a little bit amazing. And now we have people that are down here that actually know us in person. And now I'm just going to be really awkward as fuck when people are like, Hey, listen to you on the podcast. And then be like, "Ah, my boss. And then I'm going to run away. My boss told me like, Oh yeah, I watched your podcast on YouTube the other day. And I was like, shut up. I was like, if you if you're you know your audio only listener, I just made the most terrible awkward face that you could think of when oh, your boss yeah, listens to your your podcast, your, right? Yeah. So yeah, again, if you ever see us out in 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 the wild, go say hi to Shelby. Don't come talk to me because I'm just be I'm just gonna be awkward. I just awkward, awkward, all the awkward. What? You're not giving yourself credit. I don't know. But I've also, I mean, I've only seen you one time in like a crowd. Okay, listen. This is what I do. I set the bar really, really low. Okay? So that when people actually meet me, they'll be like, oh, you're not really as awkward. I'm like, ha ha, my plan worked. And it's like when you're, you know, you're a couple drinks in and you're you're feeling a little, a little better. Get your little Shelby, when I when I tell you that if I could be a functioning alcoholic... I would have so many more friends. So many, Shelby. I would have all the friends. Was this was this after game three or was this after game four? This was after game four when you sent me that text, correct? Yes. It was Javi's it was Javi's no hitter. We'll 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 get to it. Let's talk about I'll game three. Let's get it out of the way. Let's oh. let's get into game three. Okay. So do we have to talk about game? I really don't want to talk about game three, but we have to. Fine, whatever. Highlight, David Hensley gets the start in DH. Uh, yes, when I saw that, I was like, Suze is going to be stoked. Okay, so that is about the only fucking thing that was delightful from that game. Yes. That David Hensley got the DH start. So for all of those listeners that maybe want to forget, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm here to remind you, we're just going to rip the scab just right on off and then just mm-hmm. pour some tahini onto it. And we're going to talk about how Lance gave up five fucking home runs. Does that hurt your heart a little? It hurts. It hurts my heart. Um, um, so you texted me, and I texted you at eight fifteen, stating, "I am unwell." <laughs> that was the night of um, game yes. three, and then you followed it up with the beautiful pitch tipping video. Yeah. So. Like the first, the top of the first, when Castellanos made that diving catch, I wanted to die from Altuve. Of all okay. people, Nick fucking Castellanos. When did you decide to become a Gold Glover? What the actual fuck? You literally are the worst fucking outfielder in the entire league. Literally, I'm not making this up. No, they're, they're, they're literally, literally the worst. They're saying it in the booth too. They're like, he all of a sudden decided to become a good fielder. Like it's being do said. You, <laughs> do you know why? 
they asked him. They were like, so is there, you know, is there like a switch that you just flipped? Blah, blah, blah. This motherfucker out here is saying, well, you know, the season's the season's long. And I'm paraphrasing. Like, I don't know the exact words. But right. essentially, he basically said that the season was long. And just sometimes he just can't get locked in because he's just he's just bored out there. Okay, good answer. So he's so he's locked in for the World Series. I'm like, okay, first off, if I was your teammate, if I was a pitcher, I would hate I him. we would have serious words. Serious words. Like you mean to tell me that you're not giving your all out here because you're bored? What the fuck are we doing? Why why did you sign a gajillion and a half dollar contract? It's because the grass to be bored? It's because the grass is too nice and there's no daisies to pick out there, I guess. Apparently. Apparently. So Nick Castellanos is locked in in the World Series and hence why he all of a sudden has become the best fucking right fielder ever. <laughs> given Kyle Tucker fucking a race for best outfielder. Anyways. Had Nick Castellanos not caught that, had Nick Castellanos been the Nick Castellanos of like regular season... I feel like this whole that whole game would have been different. Like the tempo of that game would have been much much different. Absolutely, one thousand percent. Because I definitely went on Tuve made contact. It, first of all, opposite field hit, squared it up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Altuve! Yes, I love it." Shit, that's yeah. pretty much my and entire. And then topic. Nick Castellanos, of all fucking people, and a deep drive. Anyway, so uh, in the bottom of the first, Schwarber walks, and then Harper hits a two run bomb, and we're like, mm -hmm. "Okay, okay, that's." That's all right. Like two zero. Like it's okay. We can come back, Lance. It's okay. Just put up zeros. We're okay. Top of the second. <clears throat> Ranger Suarez with two outs. Yuli singles. RDH. Hensley singles. Yuli to third. Chaz up awesome. there. Awesome base working. Right. Working. And gets. Gets the most horrific calls. And um, I'm not cool enough to actually do, like, the graphics and all this. So, for the YouTube people, um, I need you guys to see this horrific, horrific. It was, like, two inches inside. Freaking call. Oh. Okay. Brutal. So, like, calls. Hold on. No, why? It's it's too bright. Okay, so calls two and two and five were called strikes. Brutal. Two and five. So for our YouTube followers or for our, our podcast listeners, I'm currently showing up showing a graphic uh, picture on my phone. Oh, there we go. Um, of the called strikes that Chaz McCormick got got struck out on. Essentially, there it, he got walked. Like he should have been on first. He should have been on first. The bases should have been juiced, and then Maldonado should have just done Maldi things. Either hit a bomb or struck out. Like because you I know there's there's only two things Maldi does apparently. I can understand like why. I mean, maybe maybe I just don't pay attention enough in the regular season. Like I do pay attention to the ump scorecards that get posted and all that kind of stuff. But there has been so many momentum changing. Terrible calls yeah. in the World Series behind the plate. I don't understand it. They might as well just fucking brought Angel Hernandez. I think, I mean, at least we would have known he was going to be bad. But, you know, when you get the World Series, you expect the best staff in Major League yeah. Baseball. You yeah. shouldn't get this. And now, I understand 
I understand that, you know, again, everyone's like, oh, well, you, you, Lance may have given up all the home runs, but you still didn't score in your, I got it. I understand how baseball works. Okay. People 1000%, but you can't tell me that in the top of the second fucking inning, that that's not a momentum changer with two on and you get rung up on those two calls that, and that's just going to a rally killer. Like that's right. Killer. That it was, it was so fucking bad. Anyways. So after that, Harper calls over Alcom emphatically. Like, like he's got a secret that he has got to let Alec Bohm know. He literally said, Bohmy, come here. I got something. I think I, I got, got something. It. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's not, that can be nothing. That can be nothing. And then, and then what happens? Boom. Bottom the second. Another home run. So I'm like three to zero. That's okay. That's all right. Okay. Yeah, I, I still felt okay. I was like, ah, uh, I, w- I was good. Right. We can, but, but then get after, this. pretty much after that one, I was not, I was no. unwell. I was unwell. No. Stott and Skura strike out. And then baseball Jesus hits a fucking home run. I'm like, I'm sorry, baseball Jesus. Where did you come from? Brandon Marsh? No, sir. That's wet your hair down some more. That's when I began to feel unwell. Um, and I think after the Marsh home run, I actually got a little optimistic because you could tell that Lance McCullers was pitching like pissed off. Like he had a little extra something. And I was yeah. like, okay. I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. My emotions yeah. were basically at a fucking roller coaster for game three. Right. So I'm like, okay, so it's four zero bottom of the second. It's kind of bad, but it's still early. Like we can come back from this. Yeah. I have enough faith in our hitters that we can come back from this. So in the third, McCullers looks like McCullers. Like, mm-hmm. looks like what he's supposed to do. Uh, gets Hoskins and Real Muto. Harper grounds out. Bottom of the fourth. Sits, sits Castellanos, boom, and stop. Grounds them all out. Cool. Great. Top of the fifth. We leave two on because it's our favorite fucking thing to do ever, right? Like mm-hmm. with two outs, Chaz gets a walk, Maldi singles, and then Altuve pops out, and I'm like, okay, that's all right, that's okay, it's okay, we can, we can got this, okay? Why, for the love of God, did Dusty Baker let Lance McCullers come out? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I, and I'm sure a lot of us can agree. At that point, he was just gonna let. Lance ride it out and just wear the L. I, I think Dusty accepted the loss there. That is my take. But so, and by, now, granted, Ranger Suarez was dealing, dealing, and and, and was, I was thinking back to the regular season when freaking Martin, what is it, Martin Perez? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, from the Rangers. The Rangers, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Like, I was like, um, lefty, sinker ball, damn. Yeah. But I definitely, I, I think, I think that's, he just kind of was like, all right, let's not burn the bullpen. Let's just let him ride it. Well, so the bottom of the fifth, Segura grounds out and you're like, okay, all right. And then baseball Jesus gets a single. And at that point, like hook. Dusty, Dusty, with the hook. Okay. Look, come on, come on. Nope, no. 
No. Because after that, Schwarber hits a freaking solo home run, and then Hoskins hits another solo home run, and now it's now it's 7-0. And then, and then, apparently Dusty's like, oh, all right. I guess Ryan Stanek can't fuck it up anymore. So, Ryan, come on in. Like, you're just, you know, the, in the, bullpen the right closer now. that has the lowest ERA in our bullpen. But sure, sure, come on in, Ryan. Ryan Stanek, what did, what did you do? What did you do to piss off Dusty so badly that he's just like, Ryan Stanek, who's that? We don't Do we have Ryan Stanek? Oh, yeah. I really need to know this. I do. I mean, I get it. I guess it's because of the walks. I mean, I mean, that's the only thing we can all think about. Yeah. Well, so here is what I think has happened. I think it is a combination of Ryan is a little walk happy sometimes, right? Like he he walks a little bit more than we like. But I think with the emergence of how nasty Brian Abreu has become, I think that he's taken a kind of a side. He has he has taken Ryan Stanek's spot essentially yeah i get that a thousand percent so um stan comes in strikes out real moto and harper and now he's like oh hey urkiti come on in you haven't had work in 43 months come on let's go <laughs> wait he still plays for the astros no I'm just kidding. <laughs> right so urkiti urkiti's final final line is three innings one hit one walk and strikes out four Okay, and then the parade of relievers from fucking Phillies comes in. And so I'm like, sweet. Ranger Suarez is gone. Let's score some fucking runs off the bullpen, right? And then we get the dirtiest changeup I've seen from Connor Brogdon. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, well, Brogdon, Brogdon wasn't in this one, though. Brogdon was in the other, the other two because he don't know because um, Topper was like, we're not going to, we're not going to burn our good road leavers. No, no. We're going to, we're going to throw people out there that you haven't fucking, that you don't even remember are in our bullpen. So the top of the seventh fucking Kyle Gibson comes in and we're like, Kyle Gibson, weren't you a starter at one point? What happened? Yeah, he oh, was. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Gibson. Can't do, can't do shit off Kyle Gibson. I'm like, okay, that's all right. Like. It's okay. Like we can do this. We who else? Who else is coming out? So in the top of the eighth, Nick Nelson comes what the out. Fuck is Nick Nelson. Exactly. <laughs> when they announced Nick Nelson, I was like, "Who the fuck is Nick Nelson?" They have a Nick Nelson. I had to like look on the roster to see who the. F- I'm like, like at least Kyle Gibson. Like you've heard Kyle Gibson's name, right? Of course. De- Not a fuck. I'm like, did they just pick up? Did they just randomly pick up someone? Like, had not a fucking clue who Nick Nelson was. So, Nick Nelson, we're like, okay, all right. So, Altuve grounds out, Pena works a walk, Jordan flies out, and Breggy walks. So, we're like, okay, okay, we got this, okay. Something going. No? All right? No. No, we don't, because Tucker flies out. I'm like, oh, okay, so, so we're not going to score any runs. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then Bilotti comes in, and I'm like, eh, all right, whatever. I'm like. Do we have a chance? No, no chances. Okay, so then we just, we just get embarrassed because that was fucking embarrassing. Um, one of my, I am gonna talk about one of my favorite things. There, I did have a favorite thing this game. Of this game, tell me. I believe it was game three. Yes, Reese Hoskins' wife. 
<laughs> yes. 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 Okay. I mean, I know, I know we're, you know, Astros fans and Phillies fans are not very happy with each other right now on the social media, but I don't care. I love this and I'm going to talk about it. Um, Reese Hoskins' wife bought Phillies fans an entire case of beer. Yeah. And all I can think about is like, holy shit, you really are spending major league money because I'm thinking about all, if I bought that at Minute Maid Park, I would max out my credit card probably. So I loved it. It was great. Yeah. So, but now is the gauntlet thrown? Like does Jessica Stanek or like Kara McCullers, do they need to like, do they need to just throw down some, some, some coin and. I feel like they would totally be the ones to do it. Yeah. I feel like they could totally do it. Yeah. Nina Altuve, 1,000%. I'm here for it. I would be – I'm here for it. Hey, girls' day at Minute Maid. I'm not <laughs> even mad about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, 7-0, we get shut out. It's embarrassing. Come back the next day with Javi on the, on the bump, right? And I'm like, okay, we got this, boys. Like, we got this. Javi on the bump for us. And it's so funny when I listen to other baseball podcasts that are national podcasts and are not centric to one team because they're all Christian Javier, blah, blah, blah. And so they have to tell the people who Christian Javier is because he's our fifth best starter. But he's not. He's He's not. not. He's not. Um, So based on our predictions, I'm still I'm still sticking with my prediction of Astros and six. Um, I was, you know, when I was on Fox Sports, I blared it out to the world, Astros and six. My prediction was with the lineup, we were going to win three, probably drop four, because I really, really, really thought we were going to struggle with Nola in Philly. Um, Nola on the bump in Philly, I was really, I was like, oh, it's going to be a tough one to score runs. And then game five, we were going to win. Um, Christian Javier. Christian Javier's dirty, man. Just Thank you filthy. so much. Uh, how, sir. Under, underrated. Two, you have two pitches, two, a fastball and a slider, and you're no hitting motherfuckers. But here's the thing: the entire key for the Astros to competitively pitch and compete with the Phillies lineup, and especially their power lefties, like literally, if you contain Schwarber and Harper, then you know you have a good shot. Command of the fastball. Command of the fastball up in the zone. Beautiful execution of the plan. He was amazing. I've now decided what this tastes like. This tastes like gasoline mixed with, with fucking juice. That's that's what this tastes like. What? Gasoline? Gasoline. That's what that's what apparently that's what bourbon tastes like to me. Gasoline. Yikes. Plus plus juice. Spicy as a motherfucker. Anyways. <laughs> so game. Game four, Javi versus Nola. Did you see that clip of of all of them on the field before the game? And Jeremy Pena is given like the hype up speech. Yes, and then I was like, "Hey, that is our shortstop forever." I had flat. I had flashbacks of Correa. I think it was Framber. He's like ripping into Framber's. Yes. You know what? Like tearing him up, like telling him to get his shit together. Like I was like, I yeah. Love him. I 
I was like, I'm sorry. The the rookie is giving the hype up speech. Let the Say rooks play. Let the rooks play. Oh David Hinton, Jeremy Pena, let the rooks play. Yeah. So game four on the bump. Javi is fucking dealing. And it was about like the third inning. I'm all think he's gotten any hits but obviously i don't say anything because you know i'm not gonna put that juju out there and i look at the box store and i'm all no no he hasn't what the fuck so in my head i'm like nope not gonna say anything not gonna say anything not gonna say anything not gonna say anything okay but let's let's start from the beginning top of the second tuck doubles yuli Grounds out, tucked to third. Vasquez hit by pitch. So now we have a runner on first and third. And Diaz and McCormick strike out. And that's rally killer number one. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go through all of our rally killers. Bottom of the second, Harper walks. Castellanos and Bohm strike out. Harper still second. And uh, Stott. Why can I not read my own handwriting? He popped oh, out. Nice. Yes. Thank you. You're this welcome. what happens when you write notes very fast. <laughs> Bottom of the third. Segura flies out. Baseball Jesus walks. Schwarber with the foul ball. Then strikes out. Marsh still second. Reese pops out. Um. That freaking foul ball i'm all <sighs> same sigh of relief okay i so, was like i felt like i was watching it in the stadium and like you see it go into the foul pole and you're like <laughs> i'm like oh god all right all right and that and at that point i was like i don't think anyone has been on base with nope well not saying nothing yep so top of the fourth Bregman and Tucker line out. Yuli. Postseason Yuli. I'm fucking here for it, man. Postseason Yuli. Vasquez. Single. And then, of course, Aledmus Diaz comes in. And just kills the rally. So that's... It was a really sad swing. It was a really sad swing. It's two. So... Bottom of the fourth. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. When you get... Wait before you get to the get through the bottom of the fourth, and then I got something to say when you get to the top of the fifth. Okay. So bottom of the fourth, Riomoto, Harper, Castellanos, all strikeout swinging. I looked at Mike when Harper swung at that ninety-three mile an hour fastball. I go, oh my god, Mike, that he just struck out at a ninety-three mile an hour fastball, a ninety-three. That's Bryce Harper, arguably the best hitter in baseball. 93 miles an hour. Late bite. He's got late bite to the fastball. I I was like, that is, you want to talk about invisible? Like, couldn't do shit on it. John Cena fastball. It was ridiculous. And I was here for it. 1, so, so we get into the top of the fifth, right? Um, one thing I'm going to talk about is at this point, Kevin Cash has sent a text message up into the booth, you know, the manager for the Rays, and literally says, 
Christian Javier is the best arm on both of these teams. The best arm. The manager for the Rays. So I'm, I'm, I was very, very hype about this. Um, the top of the fifth comes up, and I look over, and I literally say it out loud. I'm like, if Chaz McCormick gets a hit, we're going to explode. What happens in the top of the fifth? Chaz singles. And that was I'll it. I knew singles. It. Seal had been broken. Seal had that been broken. It. They said, let's fucking go, boys. Let's go. Chaz singles, Altuve singles, Pena singles. So now Nola's like, oh, mm, just kidding. Rob Thompson sends Alvarado in. Poor Jordan. Alvarado says, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't even going to throw it. Throw to you. I'm going to just hit you, put you on base. That's all. A hundred mile an hour to the back. Oh, makes me want to throw up just thinking about what that felt like. Yeah. So we get that first run. So now it's one to zero. Chas scores. Base is still juiced. Breggy doubles, right? After that, after the game, when they talked about, when they asked Bregman about it, he said in game one, when he got, when um, Alvarado came in, Breggy said, yeah, I got too big. I got too big. And I remembered. So I was just trying not to get too big, choke up, put a good swing on it. You know, I what did he do? Beautiful oppo double. Beautiful oppo double. I really do think Briggy is an unsung hero right now because he has been a doubles machine. I have got to stop drinking this gasoline flavored juice. No, you don't. This is not, it's not Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. It's not good. I am almost 40 years old. I deserve, I deserve to drink delicious things that taste delicious. Shelby. Okay. Mike's hard lemonade. I, I already, I already get, got the Popeye eye. All right, I did the Popeye eye for the pod. All right, I'm not doing it. Not doing. It. Anyways, um, so Breggy doubles, scores Altuve and Pena. Jordan's to third. Tuck with the sack fly. Jordan scores. Now it's four to zero. Post fucking season, Yuli singles. Not Bregman only scores. singles, not only singles in the sitting. Yeah, I'm just getting there, Shelby. Jeez, hold your horses. I said that to my daughter one time when she was like three, and she goes, "What horses? I don't have horses." <laughs> I was like, "Cool, cool. It's expression. Thanks." Anyhow, uh, so Yuli singles. Bregman scores. Now it's five to zero. And then Vasquez strikes out. And Yuli, 38-year-old Yuli, steals steal second. Are you being good, Ben? Are you being good? So our YouTube listeners are being uh, blessed right now. Um, this is Benny. He's this gotten is so big. Pet, my pet rabbit. Um, he's bothering me a lot right now, so I had to pick him up. So this is audio, Benny. Audio only. Our audio listeners only, go look at the YouTube because he is, Shelby's showing him to the camera. He's fucking adorable. Say bye. I'm the rally bun. Sometimes my parents pick me up and carry me around like Simba when the Astros need to score. Do you sing the song though? Ah, Svenja! 
I'm more of a circle of life kind of gal. A circle of life. This is free content, y'all. Free content. <laughs> Some good shit. Some good shit. Anyways. Yuli not only singles in the top of the fifth, but after Christian Vasquez Vos- strikes out swinging. He steals. Still, 38-year-old steals. 38-year-old. He's like the second oldest person to steal a base or something like that, right? Yeah. And then and then guess what happens, Shelby? Then guess what happens? Your favorite player. Alexis Diaz kills another fucking rally. So that's like four. That's like four now. And at this point, I had I had poured myself I had poured myself a good drink. A very good drink. Normally when I drink, and I don't normally drink at home. It's not a thing that I do because I get very sleepy afterwards. But I knew I was going to be hyped for the game. So I was going to be okay. I, it was one of these cups, but it was red. Okay. Normally I drink like a vodka crayon or a Bloody Mary. And I, I put a decent amount of vodka in there. Today, I apparently, or that day, I apparently put too much vodka in there. And had forgotten to eat dinner. So, when I say that I got a little bit tipsy, I got a lot of bit tipsy. And I could actually taste the vodka in my drink that day. And at that, that point, when Diaz killed another fucking rally, I drank a lot. I, I, I almost, like, guzzled my drink. Because I was just so frustrated. So, bottom of the fifth. And now, freaking Joe Davis has talked about the no-hitter, and I'm like, what are we doing? Why are you saying that, sir? Mm. Mm. It's like you've never called a fucking baseball game, ever. But yeah, no, he's just throwing around blah, 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 no-hit innings. Why? Why are you doing that, sir? But you know what? Christian Javier kind of, he keeps it it rolling. Boehm strikes out. Bryce is stuck. Bowman Stott caught looking. Segura pops out. Top of the six, Bilotti comes in and sits Chaz Altuve and Pena down. Bottom of the six, Javi comes in and just is handing out ground outs. A ground out for you and a ground out for you. All the ground outs. Baseball Jesus, Schwarber and Hoskins. Bottom of the seventh, Abreu comes in. Abreu's fucking filthy, man. The, the filthiness of Abreu's pitches. Good night. Strikes out Real Muto, Harper, and Castellanos. The bottom of the eighth, Montero comes in, strikes out Bohm, flies out to Stott, and then Segura lines out, and Tucker with the catch, man. Beauty. That is why... Hey, Nick Castellanos, you've been taking notes over there? Is that is that what you've been doing? You've just been looking at Kyle Tucker, like, making all the fucking plays? It's like, I can do that too. And then bottom of the ninth, Presley comes in and starts baseball Jesus off with a strikeout and then walks Schwarber. And then Hoskins flies out and then Tuck again with the catch because that is why he is our gold glover. And then Rio Muto grounds out. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. A combo no hitter. It's still fucking amazing. 
still no hitter. Why is that a it's thing? It's still a no hitter. Like why is it a thing? I don't understand. I don't understand why that's been an argument. Is there a fucking zero in the hit column? I I no. dare say a combo no hitter may maybe maybe cool well, it's not cooler than one guy doing it all. But it's still pretty fucking cool because like more hands have got to be on balls. Have got Ooh. to throw <laughs> Have got Ooh, orgy. I was what? trying to do a metaphor about yeah, no. cooks in the kitchen, and, and mm, just, it yeah, got lost yeah, because yeah, I've been drinking gasoline into you. Okay, <laughs> so I I dare say that a combo no hitter is as cool as a regular no hitter because there are two. There are more more people having to throw the ball. And the likelihood of all of those people being on is is typically not not that great, right? Like everybody's got to be on. It's their job perfectly. That's literally what it means. Everybody does their job perfectly. So, like the fact that Javi handed out handed it off to Abreu, who handed it off to Montero, who then handed it off to Presley. And everyone got to touch the smooth, smooth balls and throw them. It's amazing. Yes, I meant to say smooth, smooth balls. Yes, yes, yes. Because apparently, apparently the balls have changed again. According (sighs) to Trevor May of the Mets. So, I don't know. So, we go from like the lowest of low from game three to the highest of high in game four. And if that is not the most baseball thing to ever baseball, I don't even know. How did you feel going into game five? Like, how did you feel? Obviously, you had terrible heartburn um, that morning going into game five. Um, But how did you feel? I am not going to drink this. I did feel uneasy. I, I, I felt a little uneasy about game three. I felt weird about it when I woke up that morning. Game four, I was like, eh, I don't know. I I was a little bit apprehensive about game four because of how well the Phillies hit high velocity fastballs at the top right. of the zone. And what is Christian Javier's bread and butter? And I was like, oh, all right, well, maybe, maybe we'll get blown up at, in game four. But then again, maybe we won't. You know, there and was a lot game five. Of talk. And, yeah, there was a lot of talk game five about Verlander starting, right? Yeah, I woke and up so, with a very odd feeling that Verlander was going to perform very well. I don't know what it was. I was listening to Sean Salisbury on 790. Somehow, um, was... friend friend on Twitter, by the way, he follows friend, us. Friend of the pod. He friend follows of us. Pod. He does follow us. Yeah. Um, And I was like, you know what? He's going to redeem himself. And by God, what did the man do in game five? redeemed his fucking self beautiful outing justin verlander um as you know my wonderful friend Susie would say my orifices were tight the entire game they were puckered they were puckered but beautiful and pleased i i was a little i was a little worried i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit apprehensive I was a little bit ha- apprehensive and 
I was like, okay, surely it can't be that bad again, right? It can't. And then, so we start off with Altuve doubling right off the bat. I'm like, sweet. Beautiful double. Let's go, right? Let's fucking go. Thor, a.k.a. Noah Syndergaard, on the mound. And the fact that they started Noah Syndergaard versus Zach Wheeler, I was like, that's a little weird, right? Like, that's that's a little weird. But I mean, you know, I figured I figured you were start, you know, your one B or whatever mm-hmm. at home, right? Doesn't that yeah. make sense? It would um, make sense. Did you see so the fact that they didn't, what? Noah Syndergaard's hair looks really thin. Have you? Did you see that? Yes. And the with the receiving hairline, it's not very Thor like. I know. I feel. It's I feel. Like, I don't. It's not. I'm not trying to like make fun of. But it, it's not. It's not. It's not, not Thor like. It's, it's not. not it's not. It's not Noah Syndergaard's. It's like Anthony Davis shaving his eyebrows, right? It's not cute. It's not cute in the least bit at all. Not. No. 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 Thank you. Um. So yeah. No. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. And so a two B doubles, and then gets to third on the Marsh Air, right? So I want to talk about later on, we're going to have to circle back to this because I'm going to forget and my ADHD is going to get me and I know this, but I want to circle back on center fielders, first baseman, and errors, okay? Perfect. We're going to circle back. So, but Marsh with the error, he bobbles the ball out there, right? So Jose, 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 Altuve. Gets to third. And I'm like, fucking amazing. Right? Like, right off the bat, I'm like, let's fucking go. Okay. So, then, Pena comes in and singles. Again. Sweet. 1-0. Zuve scores. It's now 1-0. Awesome. What's happening? What? Why, why did you swing yeah. at that, Jordan? I don't know. Like... Well, and I also, I was a little lost why they sent Pena. I was a little lost why they sent Pena. And also, of course, why Jordan Alvarez would swing at a fastball at the top of his He line. laid off the other ones. He laid off I'm, the other ones. I don't. What, I don't. Why? I get it. It may have been a hit and run, but like a 3-2 hit and run. Mm, I don't know about that. Didn't, wasn't feeling that. Wasn't feeling it. Like, what? So we ended the inning, and I'm all, cool. So Aledmus Diaz is not the only one that can kill a rally? Not the rally killer. Nothing like a good full count hit and run, miss. So that's super awesome. Okay. And then, bottom of the first, Verlander comes in, and the one immediately gives up a homer. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yup. The orifices were puckered. And now Verlander's now the what? The all-time home run gifter yep. of all time? Yep. Like, that's not a thing that we want, right? No. Not a thing. But, you know, whatever. That's cool. Um, bottom of the second. Bowman stop pops out. Then Segura singles. Baseball Jesus. Works a walk. Schwarber walks. 
I was not now mad. Now the bases about, are juiced. I wasn't mad about the short walk. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled with the shorter walk, but I mean, well, I my, trust. I trust that he's gonna do something. Righty arm on lefty bat, higher chances of hitting, getting big hits. So I was like, okay, of course. I was gonna be nervous with the fucking bases loaded, but I'm like, if you're gonna walk any anybody, Schwarber Harper gotta go. I don't care. Was not mad about it. So I will say, shout out Dusty, that you had Ryan Stanek warming. Okay, like, cool. Why am I still drinking gasoline juice? Jesus, Lord, have mercy. So Stanek is warming, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, we're just going to hit the bin real, real quick. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And I'm just praying against all hope that Reese Hoskins does, does something not, not good for them, but good for us. And he strikes out with the bases juiced. And I was, like, yelling. I was so excited. So excited. <clears throat> because that's, like, that's, like, vintage Verlander, right? Like, he, he Absolutely. Like, it's he got out of a jam. So the bottom of the third, JT strikes out. Harper, Harper walks. Not mad this about is, it. This is my, this is my note for that. Harper walks, and then in parentheses, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then Castellanos, because obviously Castellanos is going to, you know, do something. And he thought he had that. He lined out to Pena, and Pena jumped 94 feet in the air and caught the that rook. ball. The rook. I 1,000% am amazed by Jeremy. The camera Pena. couldn't pan fast enough. Like, you, 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 you barely saw Jeremy Pena coming down. The ball was hit so hard. Yeah. So, this game five, I, I want to call the defense game. Defense won us this game. Defense and Jeremy Pena won us this game. Agreed. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right? So, Jeremy Pena getting it done on both both sides. What? Top of the fourth. What did he do in the top of the fourth? He left him in too long, man. Rob Thompson, you left him in too long. But kudos kudos to you. Because Jeremy Pena, hard hands, Jeremy Pena. With a solo fucking bomb. You know, and the thing is, he you throw him the curveball 15 times in an at-bat. I mean, yes, he's a rookie. He struggled with off-speed away all year. Adjust, beauty, line drive to left field, clutch. Just both sides. All, all, all of his sides are, are delightful. <laughs> And then Jordan, Jordan with the with just the just the tip, just the tip gets fouled. Breggy doubles, almost out. Almost. What was that about? Like why, why, why do you have a bullshit fence in in front of another bullshit fence? Like what? I'm, I'm sitting there getting excited. You got to keep your. And you can't even see the fence. So I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think it was out. I'm like, I think it was out. And then I look. You gotta and protect I'm, goddamn flowers. Like, what are you doing? The fence is this, like this tall. I'm like, 
And it's, I feel it looks like it's behind the padding too. It was dumb. It was fucking dumb. And it would have been, it would have been a home run because it would have been in the fucking Crawford boxes had it, had we been home, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> it was a double. Okay. It was a double. And then Tuck and Yuli strike out. And you want to know what, what is amazing about that strikeout for Yuli? What? Shelby. Isn't that he like ends, the first he, he ends his his streak of 48 straight plate appearances without striking out. No Yuli. Postseason Yuli. That kind of hurt my heart. I was I was I was I was a little I was a little mad about it. But whatever. Bottom of the fourth, Verlander sits down Segura Martian Schwarber. Bottom of the fifth. Hands, Reese, and JT, some strikeouts. Bryce with the double. And then Castellanos. I don't know what the fuck Castellanos is thinking. Free-swinging Castellanos, who is just going to swing at all of the things, decides at this moment in time that he's going to go against all of his nature and work a 10-pitch at bat. I was like, Oh, all right. Now, yeah, they're in the booth and they're like, oh, Castellanos is normally really aggressive. <laughs> and you're like, yes, he sings at everything. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He's going to work a 10 fucking pitch at bat and then finally flies out. And I was like, sit your ass down, Nick Castellanos. Like, just sit down. Go away and sit down. You're not Kyle Tucker. I don't know who you think you are over here trying to be Bryson Stott working a 10 pitch at bat. Anyways. So then Neris gets the ball. Boom, boom singles. And then Stott almost almost gets a hit because Chaz and Tuck are like, you get it. No, you get it. I'm not going to get it. You get it. And then Tuck's like, fine, I'll get it. And then gets it. And well, what are we doing over there, guys? What's happening? Chaz McCormick. Sir, you are the center fielder. Like, you should have called that ball. What's going on? But it's cool. Didn't. Nothing. Nothing happened. Segura strikes out. And then Abreu comes in and replaces Neris. And then <laughs> Baseball Jesus gets hit by pitch. <laughs> Brandon Marsh. It doesn't get old. Schwarber grounds out. And then, then in the top of the seventh... Sir Anthony Dominguez comes in. He's got the best name. Do you the think best. when he was younger, people sh would shorten his name to Sir? Sir, sit down. Yeah, sir, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to 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 go to go, please. Or did they call him Anthony? No. If your name is Sir Anthony, like you're not gonna no. If my name was Sir Anthony, I would just be like, nope, you're gonna call me Sir. I would not answer to Anthony. That's that's what I would do. <laughs> Anyways, so the top of the seventh, Sir Anthony Dominguez comes in. Yuli doubles. I'm like, wh where was that double, Yuli? The last time to keep that plate appearance. Anyways, Yuli doubles, gets to third. And then um, Hen Hensley grounds out. Yuli gets into a rundown. I was very confused here. I, when I tell you. Mike was yelling at the TV, like literally screaming at the TV. I believe it. 
and I um, I was like, wait, why did he go? What is happening? Yeah, I there was no he's not fast enough. I mean, he's not fast enough. There was no need to be that aggressive at that moment. Again, rally killer. I'm not going to drink the gasoline. Mm. So he gets kneed in the head, tweaks his knee, gets kneed in the head by like Reese Hoskins. I'm all, what? Why? Why people? Why? I thought, and I honestly originally thought, I thought he was, had the C word. Yeah. We need a rule, rule of athletics. You never say the C word. You don't say the C word. I was at, oh, so this is why we keep you around, Shelby. Because obviously, obviously I am not an athlete. So I don't know these things. We don't, yeah, you don't say the C word. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the other C word. Well, we don't say I mean, there are some people I know that are C words, but. <laughs> uh, so Abreu comes in, the bottom of the seventh, strikes out uh, Reese Hoskins, Real Muto, and Bryce to pop out. And then Sir Anthony comes back out. Altuve walks. Pena with a single. Altuve gets the second. Is Pena gonna become is become is gonna become the world world series MVP? We'll get to it. Okay. Let's let's circle back. So Dave Robertson comes in, relieves Sir Anthony of his duties. Haha, <laughs> duty. And then gets your down to ground out. Altuve scores and now it's three to one. And then Bregman walks and Tuck flies out. Moves Pena to third. And then Trey pinches, pinches, Trey pinch hits. Reggie still second. And now we have runners in second and third. And then Trey strikes out after laying, after laying off the same balls. He strikes out. Redeems himself though. Does redeem himself. Does redeem himself. Does redeem himself later on, but still, I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, "Yeah, leaving two runners on in this type close of a game, we're not gonna. It's not gonna come back to haunt us. It's not. Nope." And then bottom of the eighth, Montero comes in. Why? Why did Montero come in again? Was it because Stanek warmed up already, and then wasn't used, so he had to be sit down, so he couldn't he couldn't rewarm back up. And come back in. Say that again. Why did Montero come in? Like, why did he not use Stanek? Was it was it because Stanek warmed up at the beginning at this in the second? And so probably yeah. His- yeah no. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think so. I just think it's you know, as a pitcher, it's very hard to get up and get in a game mindset. And then you literally burn your pitches while you're pitching, right? And then now he's gotten hot and now he's sitting down. He's gotten cold. He's lost all, like, mentally probably has to rewarm up. It's just too much. It's too okay. much. Yeah. No, I, was, I, I think I that was, was confused. I, I was confused was on call. why Montero came back in because I was like, they've literally seen him almost every game. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that they're not going to make the adjustment to Montero? Because obviously they made the the adjustment to Montero because right. 
Castellanos walks. Bohm strikes out. Stott walks. Castellanos gets a second with one out. Segura singles. Castellanos scores. And now the score is 3-2. And I'm all super, super. So now Stott is on third. And then he's like, cool. We're just going to. Presley, come on in. You, we've, you've not you've not done any any sort of four or five out saves in a long ass time and you've only done it one other time this season in June but cool we're just we're gonna do a five out save right now you cool with that Brian Presley let's go so Presley comes Presley comes in and strikes out baseball Jesus and then Schwarber grounds out and not only did Schwarber grind out Grind out, ground out. Trey Mancini. That had to come in. What? I thought it was an impossible catch. Like, I was like, oh, shit. I, okay, so I was, when I was doing these notes, I saw the same exact play that Kyle Schwarber made. Right. In the third game. When that, when Yuli... Um, didn't make the catch. Right, 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 right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yuli didn't make that catch because he was too far off the bag. They adjusted and had Trey Mancini on the bag because yep. of game three. And the Salomo of Trey Mancini making that catch, who, by the way, hadn't taken, hadn't been in the fucking outfield since like the beginning of October. And now he's over here making game-saving catches. And I dare say that while Chaz McCormick's catch in center field was amazing, I think Trey Mancini's saved the game. 1,000%. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Because had that ball not been caught, that would have scored at least at least one run mm-hmm. and tied up the game, if not two. I bet it would have scored two. It would have scored two. So... Trey Mancini, I know that you were not you were not getting as much love as you deserve for that fucking catch. And then like just and then just like runs off the field as if he didn't just make some Herculean effort to catch this ball. And I'm all, oh my god. Oh my god. That was an amazing catch. That was an amazing, amazing catch. And he's not getting enough attention and love for that catch. Agreed. So Trey Mancini, shout out from us. I know that doesn't mean much, but we appreciate you. Um, does that forgive all of his strikeouts at the plate? You know, it's hard to not like Trey Mancini. Absolutely. I think we're all disappointed. Like, But I think it's disappointing because you want him to perform so bad because he's such a likable guy. It's like, damn, I want to see you in the lineup every day. I need you to get your shit together, Trey Mancini. Exactly. Exactly. Especially exactly because he was so hot, right? Like, when he came over hitting freaking grand slams and shit. But here's here's the thing, though. Like, I feel really bad for pinch hit people. Just in general. Right. Because- you're not getting you're not getting reps, you're not getting looks, you're not playing every day, but then you're supposed to come in and perform. Well, and then like right? you know, and 
who knows? Maybe that's a turning point for Trey Mancini, right? You know, if if he does show up in the lineup tomorrow. But I think David Hensley has been a really good choice because, to be honest, nobody's performing in the DH spot, right? David Hensley has no expectations because he literally can't fucking do any worse. So he also doesn't have, he doesn't have the pressure on himself either. He's like, damn, can't right. do worse than what these guys are doing. So at this point, it's just it's all up here from here. That's pretty much. But no, I, I I do I really like Trey Mancini. I I hope, so, I hope I hope that was a momentum changer for him. I I mean. I feel bad because Dusty Baker's like, I don't know who I'm going to have in the DH spot. I'm like, oh, Okay, cool. Good answer. Right? Just the so, answer we have to hear. Yeah. But yeah, so Trey Mancini saves at least one run. I think two. You mm-hmm. think two, yeah? Okay. I think two. Top of the ninth, Hensley singles, Chaz strikes out, and then Maldi singles and just makes me look like a freaking fool because I literally had just tw- twittered, tweeted, why are we not pinch hitting for Maldi? And then he singles. And I'm like, oh. That's why. Or, or Maldi can single. Cool. But then Altuve ground into a double play. And it's still three to two. I'm like, cool. We didn't need insurance runs. That's all right. We can do this. And then in the bottom of the ninth, Ryan Presley comes back out. And it's like, hey, guess what? I'm a badass motherfucker. Did y'all not know this? Look what I can do. Casually strikes out Reese Hoskins. And then Real Muto, JT Real Muto, that had an in-the-park home run earlier in the mm-hmm. season. Hits the fastest catcher on the face of this planet. Oh, God. Hits the fucking ball in a mall. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going, we're going into extra innings. Fuck. And then Chaz says, Motherfuckers, do y'all not know that I was... That I was a hooper and I scored one gajillion points in high school. No, actually, he scored a thousand points in high school. How do you score a thousand points in high school basketball? I don't understand that. That is Chaz amazing. Chaz McCormick says, It's cool. Look what I can do. This is a goddamn layup, y'all. I can dunk. Look, this is what I and just makes this fucking catch on the on the freaking beautiful on on the fence and is just like, nope. <laughs> Nope, I'm going to run through the fence. I'm going to run through the wall. I'm going to catch it, no matter what. And then makes the catch, and then also leaves a beautiful imprint on the warning track. That was amazing. Amazing. Big fan. I I was like, no way. There's no way it can be real. Did you really? It might. I'm making my wallpaper. That's awesome. I, yeah, I... And then afterwards in the interviews, he was like, yeah, it's like that, you know, earlier I wasn't, I wasn't aggressive enough. And I just, I just said to myself, nope, we're, we're going through the wall. Like, look at you, look at you, Chaz McCormick, making that freaking catch. And the fact that it was Chaz McCormick is just poetic justice as he was like on his back, looking up at Phillies fans. Has this cemented him the center fielder job? Dusty Baker, Uh I need you to answer this. It's got to. I mean, obviously. I mean, he has taken care of his business. He's been more than phenomenal. I would have thought that that after after New York in the ALCS, when he hit that two-run bomb, that that would have cemented him the center field job. 
but the fact that I still feel like it hasn't, I'm like, surely this, this, this has done it, right? I hope so. I, he's definitely, I mean, uh, this entire postseason, he's won over Astros fans, so. Do you know that one, two, three, four motherfuckers have, well, lots, lots more than four, but four motherfuckers who you're like, do you have a higher OPS? Have a higher OPS than Jordan Alvarez right now? In the in in the World Series, I believe it. Chaz McCormick, Christian Christian Vasquez, Chaz McCormick, David Hensley, Martin Maldonado, all have higher OPSs. Wow. Than Jordan. Maldi. Maldi. Wow. Okay then. Yeah. 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 Do you know what Jeremy Pena's OPS is right now? What? Just guess. Is it like a 1.2? 1. 1.028. Oh, that was close. You were very close. That was close. A one daughter. Greggy is second with 9.19. Kyle Tucker is third with 8.97. And then Altuve is 7.57. Yuli Gurriel, 7.18. And then... Christian Vasquez, of all people. Of all people. With a 650 OPS. Just sitting down. Why Why are we not pinching? Why, why are we not DHing Christian Vasquez? I don't know. I know there's a lot of uh, strong emotions about Christian Vasquez not starting behind the plate, too. So, I mean, yes. Yes. But... Why? I'm going to sound, I want to sound intelligent. Yes. However, if, Ma, if, if Mar, Maldi, Marty, I was trying to say, <laughs> I, I couldn't decide. Apparently my mouth couldn't decide if I wanted to say Martine or Maldonado. So I just went with Marty because that's a person. Maldi. If Maldi's behind the dish. Why can't Christian Vasquez DH? Why does it have? I mean, obviously, at this point, anything is better than what Mancini and Aledmus have has been doing, and and David Hensley, the rookie, has been doing. It's got to uh, be. I mean, and uh, I guess my thing is you got to have at least one catcher on the bench in case one goes down, right? It's kind of my thought. So are we are we afraid that he's uh, he's gonna get hit by a pitch and get hurt? I mean, or like running down the line and pull a hammy? Is that is that I don't, know. I don't know. Cause you know, the three worst the three worst hitters on our team right now are Trey Mancini, Elinus Diaz, and oh yeah, Jordan Alvarez. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, Jordan. Makes me so sad. I have His games. batting average is 105. You know, I, I hope he turns it around at home, though, in game six. I really do. Do you think his hands are hurting again? Do you think – or do you think he's pressing? Do you think he's just pressing too much? 
Yeah, I think he's pressing. If you heard um, in game five, they were talking about that he went in and like tweaked some things and you could see that he was starting to square the ball up a little bit more. Um, I think he's just out of it right now. Yeah, but I think a lot of it has to do with pressing. I think so. I was I was in my minute athletic ability knowledge. I was thinking that he was I don't think he's seen the ball well enough for fastballs because he's he's been getting a lot of high heat, right? Like and we all know that he can't hit the high heat. Yeah, he doesn't hit well. high, he doesn't hit well. Yeah, he doesn't hit high pitch as well. So now I think he's cheating towards high heat, but because he's cheating towards high heat, now he's not seeing the breaking balls well either. And I don't know. I mean, it, it's. I feel like he's doing kind of the same thing Altuve is doing when he's not successful. Like when Altuve is not as successful, he's pulling the baseball really bad. Like, I mean, yes, he does hit for more power, so he has like a lot more strikeouts than he would. But when he is like a consistent all-around hitter, he's spraying the ball to all fields. But you can tell that Jordan Alvarez is trying to mash every baseball to right field. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. I do um, want to, I, I do want to talk about, you know, we wrap, I know we got to wrap up game five really quick. Uh, I know we've been on a very long rant about these. All of the things. All of the things. Um, I do want to talk about our unsung hero, Ryan Presley. Let's you know, talk yeah. about Ryan Presley. You know Ryan Presley has five saves in the postseason. Five saves in the postseason, and I I think that is getting severely overlooked. Um, but I fucking need to hear Johnny Cash. And see, one and more see time. The flashlights. See the flashlights. Beautiful. I'm glad we finally got on that train because damn, it took it, it took enough time for us to be, but. He has been phenomenal. He has been phenomenal. I, this is what I need to happen, Shelby. For all of the fucking casuals that are going to go to game six, I need y'all rich motherfuckers to stand your asses up and cheer as loud as you possibly can. I don't even give a fuck if you don't know what is going on. I just need you to be fucking loud. And if y'all don't sing the Jose song, I will come down and shank all of you. Every single one of you. All right. What do we like better? Jose? Chas chomp. Why why do I got to decide, Shelby? I don't want to decide. I want to do both of them, okay? I'm actually really yeah. upset that we don't have something for each fucking player. It's it's got to flow. You know, it's got to flow and it's got to catch on. Okay? Like we're in the off season, we're going to talk about the KBO and how in the Korean baseball organization every player has their own song, has their own little chant. I love it. I'm here for it. Okay? Wh- I don't understand why that's not a thing. Why don't we have this? I need all of the Jose's. I need the Chaz Chomp. I need something to with Jeremy Pena and Hard Hands. I need, I need motherfuckers to be loud in Game Six because it was an amazing. I, I will hand it to Philly fans. It, you y'all were loud. 
Y'all were rude motherfuckers, but y'all were loud. I need, I need it to be loud. Especially if, if freaking Rob Manfred is going to say that the roof has got to be fucking open again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Game six needs to be loud. What uniforms are we going to wear? Well, Fromber's pitching, so it's going to be blue. You don't it's think it's No. Because Fromber's on the mound, it will be it will be the navy blue. It will be the one that he likes, so that he can wipe all of the sticky stuff that he has on his hands off on his on his uniform, so that nobody can see it. So navy blue tomorrow. You said you wanted to talk about center fielders, right? <gasps> yes. Okay. So when this series started, did we not say that the Phillies' Achilles' heel? Ooh, that kind of rhymed. I should be a rapper. Was their defense mm-hmm. and their bullpen. Yes. And everyone, all of the bullpen has said, you know what? We are going to make that Susie chick look really fucking silly by saying this shit because that now we're just going to be lights out. Yep. That's what the, that's what the Philly bullpen said. Right. And then the defense was like, Oh, Hey, guess what? We can also step up. So they have stepped up in this last, in the last, you know, 43 games that we have played. It's kind of felt like 43 games. Yes. But in the last game, I feel like the cracks have started to show. Between Reese Hoskins booting that ball Mm -hmm. and then Trey Mancini making that amazing catch and then the Brandon Marsh error compared to Chas McCormick's amazing catch. Now, right. granted, I realize it's not apples to apples and oranges to oranges and it's apples to oranges and whatever. But the defense for the Astros have been there. Right. Absolutely. And that's exactly why we traded for Trey Mancini was for his defensive prowess. But mm-hmm. I just, I am amazed that it's taken this long for the cracks to show in the Phillies defense. But that this came down to the little things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, making plays that are, but I, it's definitely fundamental plays, right? Obviously turning to all that kind of stuff. But I, I just think the Astros, especially in game five, just out momentum them. Like, I don't think any, there was no big major mess up. I don't think uh, it was just like clean baseball, but you had the big catch of Trey Mancini. You had the home run from Pena. You had the big, big catch from Tra- uh, from Chaz. You had Chaz starting the rally off with a single. Like, it's not like anything major happened. Absolutely. The Pena bomb is great, but we just had more momentum changing plays than the Phillies did. Right. Yes. My- Little things. Is Jeremy Pena going to win World Series MVP, Shalom? I don't know. You want to know why? Because you think Ryan Presley is going to get World Series MVP? No, that's not why. Because I need to see what Fran Braval does does in Game 6. Do you think if he if he trolls another gem, do you think Framber is going to get the World Series MVP? I think potential. I do think potential. Interesting. I also think, I, I stand by it, I think Alex Bregman is an unsung hero at the moment. If, I think if he breaks it open in game six, I think he also is in the running. 
So, let's see. For World Series stats, Jeremy Pena, let's see. Jeremy Pena, four runs, eight hits, two doubles, one home run, three RBIs, one walk, six strikeouts. His slash line is 381, 409, and 619. Oof. So for those that are listening that don't know what a slash line is, because I originally didn't, slash line is batting average, on base percentage, and slug in that order. Right. So those that that will never change. So Jeremy Pena's batting average is three eighty one. On base percentage is is four oh nine. And then a slug is six nineteen. Basically, on base percentage, anything higher than like what, like 350? Three, yeah, 354, yeah. Is is very good. Slug is based off of like a... What is it? Uh, what's, the, what's the high... What's the highest? Not... I've drank too much gasoline juice. It's like number, uh, number of bases and number of hits, basically. Like how many times you hit the ball? Um, so... Obviously, the slug number is, I want to say, like, if it's, like, over 500, it's, like, phenomenal. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. So, his slug is 619. Alex Bregman's, uh, Alex Bregman has three runs, four hits, three doubles, one home run, four RBIs, one walk, three strikeouts. His slash line is 222, 364, and 556. His OPS Pena's, is 919. I think Pena is for sure the front runner at the moment. But I think if I think is there, I think there is I don't know. I have the feeling about Breggy. I have a feeling about Breggy. I do you know what? Jose Altuve's batting averages right now? What? 318. What? Yes. And I'm getting all of this from baseball reference. Correct. Wow. So, I think it's just un- – like it's it, we're not paying as much attention to him because he's not hitting home runs like he normally does in the postseason. Four runs, seven hits, two doubles. Sneaky. No home runs, no RBIs, one walk, and one one strikeout. His slash line Sneaky, is 318, sir. 348, and 409. Sneaky. Wow. What? That is balls front runner, front runner, definitely Jeremy Pena, for sure. Um, I don't know. I just think it's going to be... I think I think somebody's gonna bust open with him, and hopefully just the next one game, obviously. But somebody's gonna come open, whether it be Ooh. one of those. It's not that it's not that kind of podcast, Joey. Okay, not 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 that kind of podcast. Sorry, sorry, it's getting um, uh, it's it's after nine o'clock. It's, it's after hour. <laughs> right, it's getting late. Um, so let's wrap up because we've been talking for uh, an hour and a half. But you know what? 
this is bonus content, y'all. Bonus content. And also, because we don't recap every episode after every game, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get long-ass episodes. I'm trying to find the picture that I that I saved of... Not Christian Javier splits. Okay, so... On MLB Central, Jeremy Pena and Jose Altuve, they had a chart, this nice little chart. Beautiful. Jeremy Pena is 8 for 21. Jose Altuve, 7 for 22. Extra base hits, 3 for Jeremy Pena, 2 for Jose Altuve, and then 4 runs apiece. So Jeremy Pena and Jose Altuve just doing all the things, all the time, right? I love it. Um, and I saw this thing on Twitter and said, how beautiful have our rookies been? In 2014, we had Springer, 2015, Correa, 2016, Bregman, 2017, Gurriel, 2018, Tucker, 2019, Alvarez, 2020, Javier, 2021, Garcia, 2022, Pena, 2023, Hunter Brown. We are a fucking factory, Shelby. I homegrown, you know, and that's what they've based the program around is homegrown athletes that they grow in their program. I here for it. Here for it. That's amazing. I'm so fucking excited. Okay, we're gonna wrap up. I have two more questions for you, Shelby. I have a surprise for you, so give the questions first. No, I like surprises. Surprise me. I brought you a small Spanish phrase today. Oh, <gasps> is it cojones? Because I already know that phrase. No, it's not. It's not. It. Okay. It's one that you can use when you watch the games. Uh-huh. Okay. It's short and sweet. Nothing crazy. Por la H. What does that mean? Por la H. For the H. I love it. Vamos, Astros, por la H. Oh, my there gosh. Go. I love it. Astros, for the H. I love it. Shit, we should have ended on that. Because that's way better than me asking you questions. Dang it. There you go. You can practice it, and you can close it out with that. So I will. I will. Okay. One. Do you think that game five was the last time we will see Justin Verlander in an Astros uniform. I don't. You think he resigns? You think we you think we we, we give him enough money for him to stay? <sighs> I don't know because I think I think I think after his postseason performance, I think his value has declined. Despite him winning the Cy Young, he's going to win the Cy Young Award. But he's going to be brought into a rotation if he goes anywhere to rebuild. He's going to be a rebuilding guy, I think. So do I want him to resign? I guess I should rephrase that. Yes, I would like us to resign him, but I think we're going to be well off without him. So I just hope he's not a Scott Boris send-off like Miracle. See, I don't think my only thing with Justin Verlander is you know that he is going to go somewhere that can contend, right? So that drastically narrows the 
the playing field. Right. So then you're so then you got to look at like what teams could potentially have a winning rotation or have you, a winning team essentially. I mean, I I guess if he if he goes anywhere honestly, I mean like I could see him going to I hate to say it, but like the Mariners. I mean I hate to say that, but I could see him going to the Maybe the twins, the twins. Okay, we got Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa. Why not spend some money and get another arm? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just Carlos it's Correa ain't going back to the twins. Shelby, come on now. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. He's free agent. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. But I don't know. It's We're, it's really we'll have, to, we'll have to talk about that. In the yeah, I my emotions are running really high on Justin Verlander after his interview with his brother. So I, I honestly. Adorable. And, I can't and give you. Got the, give you he got the um, golf cart, the laundry cart treatment with the into the shower and all that shit after his after's win. It was adorable. I know. So I, I, I really am giving a very biased. I, I, I can't give you a good, good, good smart answer right now because my emotions are running very high with Justin Berlander right now. Okay, that's fair. And I just bounced that on you. Bounce that? No. Yeah, you did. You threw that on me. Yes. Threw that on you. Bounce is not the correct word. Anyways. <laughs> um, I don't remember the second thing that I was going to ask you. Oh, I was oh, ready. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Do we win the World Series tomorrow, Shelby? Or does it go to Game 7? Uh, all right. I need... I need my gut to be correct, okay? After I see the boys having fun after game five, I'm saying we win game six. We're seeing the the guys in the locker room, Yuli shooting them on camera. They're having fun. They're loose. They're having a good time. They're treating the vet like a rookie. I think they're about to have a blast in game six. I think they're going to come home, and I think they're going to have a blast. When the boys are having fun, the boys are unstoppable. Okay. You heard it here. Not first. You heard it here, though. Astros in six. Um, We will run through walls for Mattress Mac. We didn't even touch on Mattress Mac, man. We didn't even touch on that. See, this is why we need to do an episode after every game, Shelby, so that we don't have to record for two fucking hours anyways that's okay geez shelby (laughs) you don't even care about the podcast (sighs) anyways this was fun i like talking about this was fun good friday night good friday night indeed so we're gonna wrap it up uh we appreciate you guys hanging out with us for almost two hours lots of bonus content here lots of bonus content (laughs) if you don't follow us on the socials do that. Our Twitter is, will be underneath here. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on YouTube now. And YouTube has rolled out handles, Shelby. So now I instead know. of giving you just a jumble of letters and numbers, you can follow us at, literally you have to put in the at sign, at Bourbon and Baseball Pod. Shout out to our 82 subscribers you can't tell us shit right now who would have thought <laughs> don't even know 
Don't even know. <laughs> 82 subscribers. And we... I don't... I still don't understand how the charter... Chartings? Chart... Charts? The charts. Just the charts. Just the charts. Just the charts? Okay. Yep. I don't know how the charts do the things, get the information, and I don't understand how the rankings are done. But we ended up today at 40 yesterday we were at like 23 so again i don't know how that that works but our highest position that we have been on the apple charts is 23 today we are on 40 i'm still amazed that we're even on the charts to begin with no you still can't tell me shit no so if you (laughs) enjoy us if you like what we do at all Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. Don't leave us anything less than five stars, okay? Like, this is five-star quality content, y'all. Quality content. I'm just kidding. Um, but leave us a review. Leave us stars. I've had a lot of nice comments and, like, people texting me after they've seen, like, the newspaper article and stuff. I was very touched. I was very touched. And, like, I was tingly. Anyways, so like us, review us. Smash that like button. I'm not going to say that again. That's cheesy. We're not going to say that again on YouTube. Smash that like button. Oh, sweet. Shelby's going to do it instead. Thank you, Shelby. See, it's less cringy when you do it. Super cringy when I do it. It's still cringy. It's still cringy? Okay. Less cringy, though. Anyways. um, But until next time, I don't know when we will record. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we are going to record after the Astros win the World Series, though. That's what That's what we are hoping, guys. So follow us on all the socials. We are most active on Twitter. We will interact there because we love Twitter. And until next time, go Strolls! Wait, do it. Do it, Shelby. What's it? Vamos Astros! Vamos Astros? Wait, no. What was the for the H? Por la H. Por la H. Ooh, that's good. I gotta, I gotta practice that. I'm gonna practice. Poor la eche. You got it. Come on. Let's hear it. Okay, let's hear it. Poor, no. Poor la eche. No, that's bad. I'm not gonna do that again. That's, that's, that's not so good. I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna practice and then I will do it for real. Okay? So. Vamos Astros! Goodbye. <laughs>